Hey everyone, my name is Quinton, also known as Mr. Quibs. I'm the head of marketing of the beautiful project named Zano. And today I'll give you guys a deep dive into what is Zano and what we do. Uh, so I hope you enjoy and uh, let's get started. All right, so let's get started with a brief introduction about Zano um, and its history. Zano originates from 2019. Uh, it has the same code base since 2014 already because it had a front runner project named Bullberry and then it uh, became Zano, that project. And Zano is the evolution of the CryptoNode code base because Zano has been created by the same developer who created the original CryptoNode code base. Uh, maybe some of you guys uh, already know him. His name is Andrei Sabolnikov, also known as Crypto Zoidberg. Um, and projects like Monero are based on his work on this code base. So, what is the goal of Zano, you may ask? Zano is an open source cryptocurrency um, with enterprise grade privacy, security, and scalability that operates as a robust foundation for confidential asset creation and decentralized applications uh, creation uh, with a strong emphasis on e-commerce. So basically we are creating a complete privacy by default ecosystem with all kinds of new features that are unseen in the privacy scene. We like to extend the boundaries of what is possible with privacy, so to say. So how is Zano's blockchain secured, you may ask? Zano's blockchain is secured by a hybrid proof-of-work, proof-of-stake consensus algorithm. This means that 50% of the blocks are mined by proof-of-work and 50% of the blocks are mined via proof-of-stake. Um, we have chosen for this model to upgrade the cost of an attack uh, as high as possible because that's what blockchain security is all about. So let's say you would want to attack Zano's blockchain, then this would translate into you needing 51% of the hash rate and also 51% of the staked coins. We're talking millions of coins here, you would need to buy them from the open market, centralized exchanges, decentralized exchanges, uh, and it would up the price of the cost of an attack dramatically, uh, making it simply unfeasible to attack Zano's blockchain. So we also have a very important hard fork scheduled for March 15th this year, which introduces Zarkanum, which is the world's first proof of stake scheme with hidden amounts. So we keep our hybrid uh, setup. However, our proof of stake side will get a big upgrade, you could say. Um, so how this works is that in traditional proof of stake, you have to reveal the amount you stake in order to validate how much your stake is in a network. So now Zano has found a way around this. Um, so it will be proof of stake with hidden amounts. So it does not compromise your privacy in any way. Um, so that's pretty cool if you ask me. So this allows you to stake in complete privacy, something that developers always deemed as impossible, but it's not so impossible anymore. So um, proof of stake versus proof of work, it seems that the answer is no longer uh, that simple. We also know that in the privacy scene, there's a lot of resistance against proof of stake. Um, however, we reason from the perspective that uh, to secure your blockchain, you simply want to make the cost of an attack as high as possible. 
And by um, our hybrid proof of work, proof of stake setup, we accomplish the highest cost of an attack, uh, which is what we want when you're looking for uh, to secure your blockchain. So that's the reason behind uh, our setup. All right, so let me tell you guys a little bit about the team. The core team of Zano consists out of four team members, including myself. Um, I'm a huge privacy enthusiast. I also got my own community called Pursuit of Privacy, where I talk with all types of privacy projects, uh, do interviews, AMAs, whatsoever. Um, then you have Pavel, AKA Ravaga. He's the project manager and co-founder of Zano. Um, then you have Andre, who is also known as Cryptozoidberg. He's the guy who worked alongside with Nicholas von Cyberhagen to create the CryptoNode codebase. And then you have uh, Valerie, also known as Sol, and he's the lead researcher of Zano and the mastermind behind the Zarkanum uh, paper. Now, let me tell you guys a little bit about Zano's emission because it's not a standard one. Uh, Zano has a hybrid proof of work, proof of stake model. That means that half of the block rewards comes from proof of stake and half of the block rewards comes from proof of work. Uh, the block time of Zano is one minute. Uh, the block reward of Zano is one Zano per block. And the fees on transactions is a flat fee of 0.01 Zano per uh, transaction. Um, we have an uncapped maximum supply because uh, the assumption that transaction flow and its fees would be enough to cover miners' appetite might not be accurate. And uh, Bitcoin might become a sad example of this. Having a fixed and slow emission backed by a strong consensus algo looks like a more safe uh, choice to us, and therefore we have no halvings. So one of the first features that Zano introduced uh, almost directly after creation of the blockchain was escrow contracts. Um, so Zano as a project aims to make anonymous peer-to-peer -peer transactions as simple as they can be. And one of the most practical use cases for this is e-commerce on a private blockchain. So generally, users must trust, uh, must trust each other or a third party to be sure that an online transaction goes as planned. And in order to make this happen, they must give up their privacy. So Zano offers a unique solution to this issue of trust. Using a escrow system, uh, both parties are asked to offer an agreed upon number of coins as collateral. And this doesn't have to be the same number for each person. It depends on the risk for each user's side. And these coins are returned to each person once the deal is complete and confirmed by both sides. If the participants don't follow through, then the coins in the escrow are burned. And all of this, all of this is done with the Zano wallet using the contract proposal response system that is built into our wallet apps and it completely maintains each user's privacy. Another feature of the Zano blockchain is named aliases. You could also say um, decentralized IDs. These are short, easy to remember names that you can register on our blockchain and they are tied to your uh, blockchain address. So instead having a 99 long character um, address, you can have at Mr. Quibs and then people can send you Zano or confidential assets to your alias instead of having to copy paste this long string of characters. Um, this happens completely on chain, so it's not based on DNS, no servers involved whatsoever. 
Um, so yeah, once again, a really, really cool feature. So for aliases, there's all kinds of use cases. Once again, it's perfect for e-commerce. Um, for example, if you operate a marketplace, you can have your uh, decentralized ID there. Uh, let's say you're a seller of goods and people then can then give you ratings that are tied to your alias so that at least you have some form of identification, although you still remain uh, completely private. Now, let's talk a little bit about auditable wallets. Um, auditable wallets give people and organizations the option to create transparent wallets for um, situations where you would rather verify than trust. For example, when you are a foundation and you want to be transparent about your holdings and expenses, uh, a good example is uh, we use it ourselves for our development fund. People can view the balance and transactions sent and received from this wallet via the tracking seed of this wallet. Another cool feature of the Zano blockchain is the Marketplace API. The Marketplace API allows anyone to spin up their own decentralized marketplaces on top of the Zano blockchain. Uh, this happens completely on chain, all the offers. So it's again, uncensorable, completely decentralized uh, and completely anonymous. Uh, a prime example of this is the Zano Bazaar uh, and a community member named Kexploit is building this project himself. And this is the first project that is building on Zano's ecosystem. Uh, he allows you to uh, offer goods on the marketplace and um, also has a shout box based on Nims Mixnet, I believe. Uh, so you can buy and sell goods in complete privacy, um, which is really, really cool once again. You can both mine and stake Zano at the same time. Mining for Zano would be best on your GPUs. Uh, CPU mining is also possible, although it will most likely not be profitable. Uh, staking on Zano is an interesting one. Uh, it's a common misconception that people see proof of stake as unfair. However, on Zano, there's no lockup times, no minimum amounts, and no central nodes or no validator, uh, no validators, which means that uh, it's permissionless, it's decentralized, it's as fair as it can be. Um, so yeah, come and help us secure our network. I'd say um, it's as easy as flipping the switch in our Zano uh, wallet, your graphic user interface wallet. There's a switch on the top left corner. It says taking. If you flip it on. There you go, you're staking. Obviously you have to keep your, um, your, your device on uh, because you're validating the transactions in the network. You can do that offline as with mining uh, is the same. Now let's move on to Ionic Swaps. Uh, this is one of my favorite uh, features of Zano. Um, Ionic Swaps is an improvement of uh, Atomic Swaps. Uh, although we have one significant improvement compared to the uh, older atomic swaps. Um, let me explain uh, this to you guys by quoting something from a BitMEX uh, blog post, which is the following. When trading uh, one cryptocurrency asset for another in any fully non-custodial system, one party must act first and the second party must follow. In theory, at some point, this second party then has optionality. He or she can either follow through and complete the trade or take no action and stop the trade. 
in the time interval between the first party taking the necessary action and the second party being uh, required to act, if the price of the token um, the second actor is attempting to buy falls in value or the price of the token he is selling increases in value, he could refuse to complete the trade and therefore he would have an unfair advantage. So uh, when you consider that the fact that the second party uh, often has up to 24 hours to finalize the swap, the extent of the advantage that this optionality gives uh, them becomes all the more clear. Uh, we believe to have solved this inequality with a redefined version of atomic swaps called ionic swaps. And these swaps work in much the same way as atomic swaps, but with one very important difference. Namely that both parties have the ability to cancel the exchange up until the point that the second party finalizes. Um, yeah, so this is pretty big. Um, we are also working on Zano Trade, which is a, our own decentralized exchange. And this decentralized exchange will be based on uh, the Ionic swaps. I will explain more about uh, Zano Trade, our own decentralized exchange, uh, during this video uh, later. A very, very cool feature that is about to get introduced to Zano's mainnet, which is already live on Zano's testnet, by the way, is a, a feature called Confidential Assets. It will go live on Zano's mainnet at the same time uh, when uh, the Zarkanum hard fork uh, goes live on March 15th. And um, in short, um, confidential assets allow anyone to easily uh, issue their own currencies and digital tokens on the Zano blockchain. Um, assets that are secured by the same mechanisms as uh, that make Zano itself so much more secure than first generation cryptocurrencies, namely hidden addresses, hidden amounts and IP obfuscation. Um, as, aside from the obvious security benefits, it will give um, dApp developers a powerful new weapon in their arsenal and put us well on our way to achieving our goal of creating a secure, self-contained, universally accessible, decentralized, peer-to-peer -peer economy. Um, to understand more about the what and the how and the why of this all, we have a blog post on our blog, blog.zano.org. Um, I'll just put it on the screen here. So you can read more on that. It's really interesting. Um, definitely check it out. To give you guys an idea of the use cases of confidential assets, uh, one of the first projects that will launch uh, almost directly after the hard fork is a project called Confidential Layer. You can go to their website, confidentiallayer.com. Um, and this is a really interesting project. Basically, they will create a bridge focusing on interoperability between public blockchains such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, AVAX, um, you name it, uh, but also private blockchains such as Firo, such as Zano, um, maybe even Zcash, so the, the, the privacy blockchains that are all working on confidential assets because Zano is not the only one. Um, and then you could simply bridge in a decentralized way between all these blockchains, um, improving the interoperability of all these chains. Uh, another really interesting concept that you can do with confidential assets is uh, creating a privacy stable token on, on the Zano blockchain, uh, which the project confidential layer will also do. Um, I think it's called confidential money. 
you can all check it out on their website. I'll put it in front of the screen once again. You could compare it a little bit with tokens on Ethereum. In, uh, however, there's no smart contracts involved. Uh, and the key difference here is that there's no public information available at all. So for example, on Ethereum, it would say uh, Mr. Quips.eth just transferred a thousand USDC to um, JeffBerwick.eth. Uh, but on Zano, it would literally say a transaction happened. You know, you will see on the blockchain on the Explorer that there has been a transaction, but you will not know what token was involved, um, how much to which wallet, and there's just no information available, which makes it really, really cool. Um, yeah, and other use cases of, uh, of confidential assets are, for example, um, cross-chain tokens, utility tokens, governance tokens, you could um, have private versions of BTC. So let's, let's say ZBTC or ZETH. Um, so you could, you know, swap your public Bitcoin to a private version of Bitcoin, your public Ethereum to a private version of Ethereum. Uh, so there's so many use cases. Um, I'm so excited about this. Go check it out. It's really cool. So now let's look at uh, what's ahead of us. Obviously, the first thing that comes to mind is the Zarkanum hard fork, which is scheduled for March 15th. Uh, this will change a lot of things for Zano, but you can break them down basically to three major things. The first one is that it will be a overall uh, privacy upgrade of the Zano blockchain. The second one is it will introduce Zarkanum world's first proof of stake scheme with hidden amounts, which allows you to stake in complete privacy. And the third one is it introduces confidential assets, which allows anyone to create their own privacy tokens on top of the Zano blockchain. Um, now, after that, we also have a lot of things planned because we are transforming ourselves from um, being just digital peer-to-peer -peer private cash to uh, becoming a complete ecosystem uh, around being uh, digital private cash. Um, so other things we have planned are on our roadmap, zano.org slash roadmap. Uh, the first thing that you will see there is the Zano governance system. This allows um, anonymous on-chain voting on major decisions for coin holders. So basically this allows our stakers to vote on important things. The bigger your stake, the bigger your vote. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, another thing is the Zano uh, DEX, Zano Trade it is named, which is an on-chain trading experience for native coin and confidential assets. This DEX will be based on Ionic swaps. Um, and another thing we have planned is the Zano Companion, which is a browser extension that uh, enables authentication and connects the Zano wallet to web applications. So you could, could compare it a little bit to the MetaMask application maybe, but not quite, uh, not quite because it will not function as a wallet. It will simply connect your desktop wallet uh, to a, a web application. So uh, an example is the Zano Trade decentralized exchange. You could then simply um, connect your own desktop wallet to the decentralized exchange via the Zano companion, um, which is again completely 
decentralized, completely uncensorable, uh, and completely anonymous. So these are the things we have planned for 2024. Um, what else? Oh yeah, the peer-to-peer uh, -peer off-chain protocol. Um, we're not we're not done even. Um, the peer-to-peer off-chain protocol um, is supposed to be like local Monero uh, or local Bitcoin. They they shut down obviously, um, but it will basically be a platform where you will be able to trade um, Zano for, for example, Monero or Cash or Bitcoin or USDT, whatever you want, basically. Um, so after 2024, we should have made significant improvements compared to now. And then the possibilities of the Zano ecosystem would be almost endless, I'd say. So um, yeah, fucking cool. I almost forgot to tell you guys, um, obviously, next to all the technical developments, there are also numerous uh, noteworthy changes uh, that are also scheduled for 2024. Uh, the first one is uh, we plan to make our supply deflationary. So how that works is at this moment, our block time is one minute. The block reward is one Zano. So that means that there's 1,440 Zano coming into circulation every day, which is not a lot. Our current circulating supply is at um, 14 million, I believe, or just slightly over. Um, however, with all the features that get implemented into Zano's ecosystem this year, there will be a lot of transaction, a lot of network activity. You know, network activity will drastically increase. For example, with the decentralized exchange uh, executions of trades, you will pay a, sm a small fee. With sending and receiving Zano, you pay a small fee. Um, oh, but also with all the confidential assets that will launch on top of Zano, the fee will be paid in Zano, uh, which is kind of similar to if you launch a token on Ethereum, you pay the gas fee in Ethereum. Now, same on Zano, you pay the fee in Zano. However, we plan to burn all of these fees. So with enough network usage, that should result in um, burning more and more Zano as the transactions per second, uh, the network usage goes up. So eventually this should lead to our supply becoming deflationary as the burning of fees surpasses the, um, uh, the inflation of the block rewards. So that's really cool. Um, Another thing we have planned is the release of the grants program to attract developers to build on Zano. So how this works is, uh, for example, if you have a really cool idea that you want to realize on Zano's blockchain, um, then you could apply for a grant. And then uh, we could have a look at your proposal. And then if we approve your proposal, you could receive a grant in Zano coins to realize um, your idea, your dApp that you want to build on Zano. So that's really cool that should attract a lot of people uh, to Zano. We're not talking small money here. We have quite some funds reserved for the grant program. Um, what else? Ah, oh, yeah, the expansion of our marketing activities. Um, in 2024, we plan to expand our marketing activities uh, massively. We plan to hire more people for the marketing of Zano. We plan to professionalize the marketing of Zano. Uh, we did really well already last year. Um, um, you can see that on all of our socials. 
the community has grown a lot. Uh, however, I have been doing it on a part-time basis in 2023. And now in 2024, I will do it on a full-time basis, plus hire um, some more people to help me with uh, getting the word out about Zano. So that's all really exciting changes that also happen in 2024 for Zano uh, next to all the technical improvements. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed this video. It was packed with information. Um, in case you guys have any questions, visit our website, zano.org. You can have a look at our documentation. You can um, also ask us questions in our community channels, Telegram, Discord, Twitter, you name it. Um, yeah, I want to thank Anarkopoko for the opportunity to present Zano during the event. Sadly, we couldn't be there uh, in person, but maybe next year. Um, so yeah, thanks guys. Take care. Bye-bye.